Hello, this is Commander Souverine from Lave Radio. And Shan told me that Dav Stop told him at LaveCon that this is the Loose Screws podcast. Hey guys, it is July 23rd, 2020. This is Loose Screws. I am your host, Ty Worsham. I am salty about the fleet carrier refill, but we'll get into that in a minute. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a little salty about it, but we'll come back to that. Uh, with me this evening is my normal trope of friends. Uh, got our sound guru over there who is slightly salty, but probably basted JN tracks. <laughs> Uh, not that salty, a little bit basted. How are you? <laughs> uh, I'm a little salty. I got to tell you, I'm a little salt, a little salty. Yeah. Uh, also with us is uh, Commander Chig, who is not salty at all. He is, he is like the, uh, he's like the baked lays that they forgot to put salt on. He's like the, he's like the crappy chip. <laughs> you just <laughs> called me gross. Chip. That is just not even cool. And I just want to say for the record, we are not your trope. I don't think that word means what you think it means. We're probably your <laughs> troop. Just saying. Probably. Fuck, did, did I just redneck that? <laughs> <laughs> you have great sayings. Like I said, I'm putting together a list and, and it shall be revealed soon of your wonderful oh, sayings. I, I got to look up the word now. T-R-O-P-E. We now and forever shall be the trope. Oh, yeah. I am. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, more than You're exactly right. <laughs> yeah. You had the U in there. The troop. That's. Ex- yeah. 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 Yep. Right. I'm an idiot. All right. <laughs> Well, you called me shitty, unsalted chips, so you deserve it. <laughs> the other voice you heard was uh, was NL Hate. He is our fleet admiral. How's it going there, bud? Oh man, it's swell. I, I, I can't. I can't. I don't know if you're salty or not. So I think you're just gonna. I think you're like a shitty chip, like chick. So. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. I'd say the admiral, he's more like a chili cheese Frito. He's full of excitement and joy, and you just took a shot at him too. Man. Speaking of which, you know what I had this week? Have you ever had those free free like those uh chili cheese Fritos, but they're, they're like curls? They're yes. like a screw, yeah. you know? Yeah. Okay. First of all, those things are delicious. But second, did they did they design those to stab your freaking gums? Like when you bite into them, it's just like stab. Like I, uh, I was, oh, they're they're a uh, rotini shaped. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, they're shaped like a corkscrew, uh, and yeah, you bite yeah. into them hard, and it's like it's stepped like you know, I'm like oh, bite into it, mm, yum. Oh, now the roof of my mouth is bleeding. They probably didn't even find those. They probably had an extruder error at whatever facility processes them, and they were like, "Hey, these are cool. Take these upstairs and see if we can sell them like this." <laughs> that is, sorry, that's absurd. Yeah, what, is not, what is going on with the show tonight? I don't even. I, I worked at a plastic we're, processing place, and we've done that before. And really, it's I think it's fusilli <laughs> pasta, isn't it? Isn't that that shape fusilli? I'm just saying. God, you said fusilli. All I can think of is that episode of Seinfeld. Fusilli, Jerry. Exactly. Well, yeah, he made it out of fusilli pasta, and then it went up the. Who, who sat on it? <laughs> Ended up at somebody's. It was uh, George's dad. Went, he went to the, no, he, yeah, he went to the proctologist uh, who had Million the license plate ass man. Oh my God, Seinfeld, I'm old. <laughs> it was funny about that. So that shit was like around before cell phones. And if you just think like so many problems could have been solved, if they just had cell phones. 
you know? Absolutely. So it's kind of funny, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, before we get into the discussion of the... Uh, before you start yelling. <laughs> yeah, before we get there, uh, I before do want to talk about... rage. It's not even rage. It's just a little irritation. Like okay. I'm not even. Okay. I'm not even. Like what did you? What did you want to do first? <sighs> let me talk about. Uh, let me. I, I got two things to discuss about events. So number one, uh, next Friday is the Screwball, where we are taking SRVs out to um, uh, Midrand Hollow, and we're going to fight for Guardian Orbs. Which, by the way, I can't even go take my fleet carrier to go get Guardian Orbs right now. <laughs> <laughs> because it's too freaking expensive. Oh, Look, God. Well, if your cargo hold full, it's only three jumps out there. Yeah, yeah that doesn't well, seem if dramatic. If I had done that, if I had done that, two, any, if you don't mm, mind doing a jump salty. or two. Salty. Salty. Mm. <laughs> What's anyway, event number two? Event number two is that um, in 30 days, 30 days, so I went and looked it up. So the very first episode of Loose Screws released on August 23rd, 2019. And that is not the right website. I don't know what the hell I just clicked on. <laughs> <laughs> or was it the link to the, uh, the shape of that pasta? Oh, oh that's what that was? Fuselli. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. So, so the very first episode aired August 23rd, uh, 2019. Followed up by the next episode of August 1st, or September 1st. Woof. Um, so... Uh, we're going to look at the calendar. We're going to celebrate this on uh, one year of Loose Screws with episode 52, August 23rd, August 27th, 27th. Uh, we'll be airing at normal time. I'm not sure what we're going to do yet, but we're going to do something kind of cool. Um, anyway, but yeah, we'll we'll get more details about that. But next Friday, July 31st, Screwballs, Midoran Hollow, 8 p.m. Central Time. Again, our Texas time. That's the only time that matters, Texas time. Um, sorry about the people who are overseas, but I work when y'all are uh, sleeping. So, sorry. That's just rotation of the earth. And You work when people. they're awake. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand the voodoo of the rotation of the earth. Okay, It's all flat. All right. It's all flat. Uh, Texans. Jesus anyway. Christ. Anyway. So Texas is flat. Texas is pretty flat. Texas is pretty flat. You know, everybody says that, but like East Texas is actually got some pretty good hills. It, it doesn't really get flat until you get Waco and go east okay. or south. So. Or Waco and Waco West and and south of we'll say Nacogdoches, which Dr Pepper to, from Waco, you can Texas. Say it. I don't know where the hell Dr Pepper's from. I hate Dr Pepper. I think I'm like I the think only Texan that doesn't thing. like Dr Pepper. Anyway, God. yeah. And by by the way, I'm on call, uh, so I have to leave my phone up. So uh, no worries. Uh, Dang needy cops. Yeah, Dr. Pepper's from Waco, Texas. Random trivia for everybody. I'll shut up All right. now. All right, carry <laughs> on. So, so next Friday, Screwball, we're going to have fun with uh, Guardian Orbs. Then I will have to probably ridiculously um, make trips out there in my uh, – I'll have to make like the 30 jumps wherever the hell it is. But whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But uh, Alec Turner was cool enough to, to drop me off 10 at the uh, – 
uh, Nicole fleet carrier that is in bumper two right now. So I still have a buy order that if you want to go and contribute guardian orbs, you can, I have max price there where you can go buy them and make a little dough. So anyway, um, so news, we're going to come back to the carrier refill thing because I'm <laughs> hot about that. Um, so listen, so, uh, First things first, Operation Ida is done. All the stations in the game are repaired. Like, I think that's freaking cool. And they, they've been at this for months and years, I think. I think like two years. Oh, yeah. Is, yeah. Years. Yeah. Um, sorry, got a text, stupid text message. Um, anyway. Um, anyway, so... It was pretty cool that they did this, and they spent, I think last week, we talked about how they only had, like, eight stations left, and they did it, the eight. Like, they were actually done, what, Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday of this week? It was some, Monday some, night or Tuesday morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Like, it was, it, they got it done quick. They were not playing around. They were done playing around. Um, so, all the stations are fully functional again, which means it's time for another Thargoid attack, so where they're not fully functional again, because... I don't know what Operation Ida is going to do now. So they, they, uh, their Discord is going crazy because they don't know what they're going to do now. <laughs> it's, uh, it could be dangerous, right, to have that much pure resource with nothing to do. It's going to be interesting. Something's um, going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that, uh, uh, <laughs> kind of hoping that, uh. Uh, F Dev looks around and is like, "Oh, we need a good old fashioned Thargoid attack. Let's do it." Um, I'm still kind of in the mindset that we might get a great big Thargoid attack with Odyssey, but anyway, burn the bubble. Um, the Raxla Potato Hunt. Uh, so if you don't know what the Raxla Potato Hunt is, so uh, these explorers went around and. Um, they realize that there's a number of star systems within 200 light years of Sol that have not been fully explored. And uh, so what they did, they decided to systematically uh, start at Sol and then go out and... Uh, <laughs> damn it, Jake. We got more stuff pooping. <laughs> okay, oh. so... I'll have to share these later. But carry the potato, on, carry on. The potato with the fries is killing me, man. Killing me. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, Raxel Potato Hunt, uh, they, these guys got together and said, hey, we're going to go out and we're going to explore all the things. So if you don't know, it's a widely held theory that Raxla is within the first 200 light years or so of Seoul. Um, and there's a, some evidence to that, but there's no proof of that. So these guys decided to go out explore the star systems and they announced that they're at 25% and they have 18,000 systems scanned 25% so they're a quarter of the way done little kind of amazing that they haven't got further than that but they well, there's a uh, lot yeah there's a lot they got this really cool graphic of uh, like this 3D graphic of uh, like places they've scanned and stuff and you can it's really cool on their website uh, anyway so uh, if you want to participate in that they have a discord you can go get in and I'm sure they'll you know give you a list of stuff to go scan and whatnot um, I'm not participating uh, even though I want to find Raxla 
I'm not just saying simply because I've decided it doesn't exist. So, anyway. Writing it off. He has given up. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cool that they got that far. I think that's, um, I mean, kudos to them. So, there's a, there's, there's a couple of different things going around uh, where people are looking for different ways to find Raxla. Uh, over at Elite Week, they're doing the uh, Turning of the Dark Wheel. Um, where they are expanding the Dark Will faction out beyond um, uh, Shinrata L- and that other system. LFT926, thank you. That's what I was trying yeah. to think of. And they have expanded now. Yeah, uh, I was trying to pull it up real quick where they were. Yeah, they're they're in, in Yanwa and HR4979 and so they've, they've expanded out a little bit so that's, that's pretty cool. Um, I kind of hope that somebody finds Raxla soon, sorta. Um, and I kind of hope that they don't, because again, I don't <laughs> you think don't, it exists don't want it to be gone. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, kudos <laughs> to those guys. But, uh, the Raxla potato hunt. I don't know which one I'm more interested in. Uh, both are, are pretty damn cool, to be honest with you. So, but anyway, kudos to the Raxla potato hunt for getting out 25. Uh, but yeah. The other thing that I want to bring up, um, so first of all, before we talk about this, I do need to say uh, about we're going to have a little bit of possible, possible, possible spoiler talk about Odyssey. So if you want to not be or be completely surprised by everything that could possibly be in Odyssey, fast forward a little bit. And again, this is all speculation anyway. So, um, So with that being said, uh, someone data mined uh, the codex uh, from Elite. And it looks like it was Russian data mining. And they were able to find some icons that are not anywhere in the game. Mm-hmm. And there's a pyramid. There is... Uh, a hexagon with a ring around it. There's a fish. There's a, a three leaf. There's a bacteria or insect, maybe. There's a mushroom and then a strangely shaped uh, cobra or uh, rock. And everybody's thinking rock. And if you go deep enough on this little forum post or this little Reddit post here, Basically, people are saying, you know, this looks like it's, it's, uh, you know, uh, geological, and then uh, how did it see mm-hmm. Ge- geologic anomaly, planet types, and then guardians. Um, so there's also pictures here of the Russian, because this was a Russian uh, thing, and then someone translated it, and the first one reads guardian objects. Uh, second one is geological and biological anomalies. And the third reads gas giants and Earth-like worlds. Um, so this kind of hmm. makes you think that these are probably markers for future stuff um, or possibly a coming beta that uh, might be coming up in the near future. But, you know. But, we'll, okay, 
I, I just want to cut in because I saw you post this earlier and then I saw a bunch of Russian words and I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck you just posted. So I just, I kind of, I kind of breezed over it <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, you say it's data mine, but data mine is usually you're pulling it from the game. Was this in the last patch that came out or where was this data mine? Cause otherwise so, it's, it's 100% leak rather than data mine. So the way I understand it, this was pulled from so the the it was just pulled from the codex uh, graphics files, and uh, if you look at that big image, that big image is like a texture that's divided up. And if you dig around on the codex, you'll find those pictures, all of them, um, except in for the, the in things. the current version of game that we have. Right, it's right. like a right texture okay. base right. file. Right. So so. So if you guys don't know this, like a lot of texture files in video games are actually like one image, but it's actually like thousands of images. That, right, right. So the texture will go through and like, oh, we just need these, you know, 30 pixels or whatever, or these 200 pixels or whatever. And they're like, oh, so this part's what you'll see in game. This part, that part's what you'll see in game, et cetera. But that way they can save on space and files and stuff like that. Plus on memory, they load the image and says, well, we just need this section of it and that section of it. So therefore it saves memory because you're only loading one image. So it actually shrinks down hmm. the total file size. And that's kind of why they do that, to kind of give you an idea. Um, at any rate, um, that's why they do the things that they do. And um, this looks like, excuse me, a direct uh, ripoff of that. Because uh, if you look at this image, you'll also see like the little, uh, like all the little icons for like the joysticks and stuff, and then the controller pads, mm -hmm. you know. And these are so like when you're are, binding a, a game pad and stuff. Right, right. So this this is the you know image that was ripped out, and these are the the little sub images that they use for whatever they use them for in game. You know, like little icons on the screen or the codex, but they said that these things were specifically from the codex itself. And then the other data mine pictures were supposedly uh, from different pieces of the codex that originally were encrypted and now they're not no more. So, uh, like I said, it's all kind of points toward um, uh, them starting to slide in some things for Odyssey or possibly uh, start getting ready for. Uh, uh, like maybe a uh, like a beta floating around to uh, people that they want to have it, you know. Um, but no, no official proof of anything. Just you know, strictly just speculation. So anyway, sure. Let's see. Well, I mean, you know, there are files in the game. That's for sure. The 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 one that I find interesting on this is. The, uh, like, okay, like the flower, the rock, all that stuff kind of makes sense. The fish is interesting because that makes me kind of wonder, kind of makes me wonder, are we looking at aquatic fish? life? Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm looking at the image that I think you're pointing out. I might interpret that as just a simple drawing of a ship going towards a Coriolis station, mm. rather than rather than mm. a fish. 
If you if see you, you see what I I'm see saying, that. yeah, I see that. So we're talking about this one here. I'm going to link it in chat. We're talking about this one here, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you look at it, that looks like it just might be a you know a, a really simple drawing of a ship flying towards a Coriolis huh. station. Yeah, I think Doesn't you're the first like person either. to. S- I think you're the first person to say that, or that I read that, because I, I think everybody's just assuming that's a fish, man. Yeah, but look at look at it. I'm just yeah, I see what that, you're that's saying. what I see when I look at it. I totally see what you're saying, man. I really do. And this is my first time looking at this, so this isn't like I studied it for mm-hmm. hours. I hadn't seen it before either. Yeah, it, now, this I'm is like, pareidolia at its finest, right? No, yes, so here, absolutely. Here. Especially this makes compelling podcast when we're looking at images. I know, and just, I, know. <laughs> I mean, that's so, clearly okay. a mushroom. Or is it a Cobra Mark III right next With to a, a Viper? Sh- launching a shuttle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't. I, I, I'm not quite sure what to make of that. It definitely could. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that could be an adder flying into half a Coriolis. <laughs> okay, all right. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Number one, why would they go through the process of not including them? And number two, that doesn't explain the pyramid. Uh, the pyramid right. looks pretty guardiany. No. Okay. All right. <sighs> <laughs> I'm trying to speculate here, y'all killing me. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Anyway, so uh, I'll post a link to this if you guys want to see it. Again, it's spoilerific, but we've talked about this long enough. I say it's spoilerific. I mean, this is nothing. I mean, it's not really going to ruin your uh, appreciation of Odyssey or anything of the like, unless you're just want to be completely surprised by icons. So. Now, I, I want to just touch on the fish thing once again. If it is a fish, that would be cool because I'm going to go with uh, confirmed right now we can land on water worlds because we can go fishing. That's what I'm going to go with. Okay. here If we yep. can, if, if they make it to where we can land on water worlds and go fishing, I don't even care what else is in this game. I'm happy. <laughs> just developer markers and recycled imagery from previous versions of the game. Like, That's kind yeah. of what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, they could be. Like Frontier well, they would counters, a lot of the HUD artwork was extremely sim- similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. Not to, like, poke holes in your speculation. It may be, you know, a very early confirmation of water worlds and fishing or big game hunting out of the back of your cobra. Or, or the eating a bomb. mushroom and getting a free life. That's oh what it could be. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm done. <laughs> done with y'all. I know. We're just trying to poke the bear. So when you talk about this tritium thing, you can be, you can really tell Did us how you feel. Did someone say tritium? Okay. I'm, 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 we're just going to talk about it. We're just going to talk about it. Uh, it's happening. So Bruce Garrido said that uh, starting around uh, 1500 UTC today, July 23rd, uh, if you uh, need fuel in your, freak car- in your fleet carrier, freight carrier, in your fleet carrier, uh, it will give you a compensation and they're, they're going to fill up your tritium depot with a thousand tritium. Now, if you have a thousand, you don't get another thousand. You just get topped off. If you are missing one, you just get one. So it's a gesture of goodwill. It's, you know, they're going to fill up your fleet carrier. I'm salty about this. I'm very salty about this. I, I was a little salty at first, and I, I'm very salty about it. It's it's 
I I have been avoiding jumping my fleet carrier ever since this tritium debacle started, because I'm trying to save tritium because tritium's a little hard to come by right now, and it's expensive to go purchase. It's at a premium right now, so that's irritating. And they're going to give away a thousand and put it in the depot, but they're doing nothing for the people who have a full tank. So guess who has a full tank? This guy. So <laughs> yeah. So specifically, they're not they're not giving a thousand tritium. They are filling up all of the fleet carriers' tritium depots. So if you are out in the black and you're out of fuel and you just spent, you've been flying your butt off and you just got yourself topped up to, I don't know, we'll say we'll say nine fifty, nine fifty, and you're like, all right, just fifty more tons, and I can do some more, I can do some more jumping. Well, guess what? You don't have to do any more because you're going to get that 50 or you already got that 50. As the time is recording, you should have already got it. But guess what? The guy 20 light years from you who hasn't done anything, just been sitting there with an empty depot. He gets 20, he gets a, he gets a full tank, did nothing. So that's the stimulus package if I ever heard one, I tell you what. Oh dear. <laughs> Here we go. It's, 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 oh, it just, dude, it it just, why would you just not give everybody a thousand to stick it in their cargo hold? Like, why uh, would you just not do that? That would have been the smart fix for uh, equity among everybody. But at the end of the day, if any, if somebody owns a fleet carrier, you've already spent five billion, that thousand tritium. If you're in the bubble, you could have just still bought. So this really was only a problem that was affecting people that were way out in the black and right. were probably stuck. And especially if they were solo, if they were out there actually with a group, you could still get tritium if you researched and and hit non-tritium hotspots. That's the real problem is this bug yeah. kind of put tritium in non-tritium hotspots. So you could still find it in... Most of the people doing that kind of stuff are knowledgeable enough to know the workaround for this stupid problem. I mean, don't get me wrong. What they did, it it was a bug. But once again, when you put a patch out and, you know, last week, you know, me and I think Trax was kind of shrugged. "Eh, I don't think you needed a beta. You just put this out there and see how it works. We didn't think they would just mislabel hotspots and make things <laughs> retarded, you know. I, and 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 that's what they did. And and you can still get out there and you can still search. You know, we bring up Dubs all the time. He, you know, he he was out looking for stuff, and he, you know, was was accumulating tritium without even really trying. Uh, yeah, there's so, tons I mean, of it. It, it anywhere was still out there. It's yes. not supposed to be. Yeah, just don't go to a tritium hotspot and you can still find it. That's that's the problem. Is it it just it was it was messed up. And I can understand this problem being a huge problem if it affected new players. This was not a problem that affected new players. I mean, no new player had a had a fleet carrier and is freaking out. And I, I apologize to the DSSA crew because it was bullshit that <laughs> this happened. And then you had to try to figure out a workaround and go through everything else. You know, it's, it, it, it is what it is, but I don't think it's something to be really enraged about. Worst case scenario, you sit around for a week and, Oh my God, they gave him a thousand tritium. I want my thousand tritium, a, a thousand tritium to any of us. 
the biggest pain of it isn't the cost. The biggest pain of it is transporting it to your goddamn carrier. You know, it's it's not I, I just didn't see it as a huge deal. And yes, your example of the person who was sitting at 950 and only got and worked really, really hard to get up to 950 and then got capped off a easy 50. And the guy who's been logged off for a week because he was sitting at zero got a free thousand. Yes, that that is unfair. But at the end of the day, is it really worth getting enraged over? The purpose of, and look at the exact language of their post, like the purpose of it was it's taking them a while to get this patch out and there are people, carriers stranded, DSSA in particular, carriers stranded because they of, of what happened. Um, this was a fix for that. It was not everyone gets tritium. And while that would have been more equitable, yes, um, it probably also would have been a lot more difficult code-wise, like put tritium in everyone's hold. I don't know. It, well, I mean, I, I, I'm guessing, I guess. I'm, I'm giving them some benefit of the doubt there. But well, if look it at was, the example if of it was somebody just who as doesn't easy. move their carrier at all. I yeah. mean, somebody who never moves their carrier, why did they need a 1,000 tritium in their hold? Well, but they weren't differentiating like that, right? That that would have been crazy to try to like sift through and come up with. Well, no, that. but that's what I'm saying. Is somebody who's never moved probably is sitting there with a thousand tritium in their fuel tank because they don't yeah. fly anywhere. It's parked in one place. They're not somebody that was stuck, so they didn't yeah. need that. But this was to, the to way to unstick the people who were stuck. Exactly. Yeah, but what it's you not really that it done, was perfect. Though. What you've really done, though, I mean. So, so yeah, you unstuck them for an hour. That's what you yeah. did. You unstuck them for well, an that, hour. So, so that's the other thing. Like, you know, you're salty about only getting no tritium or whatever because you had a full depot at the time. But mm-hmm. they, they've only, like you said, they've only got the DSA, DSSA ships moving for an hour. To them, it was almost nothing. And that's the people that were actually... That's what the fix was intended for. The stop they should be mad rather than you. Uh, it either either way because we're really splitting hairs here. The yeah. the thing is is that it's a band aid to get a, a large portion of the community held over until the actual problem yeah. is fixed. Exactly. So, and and so, um, by the way, I I I agree with you, Ty. Um, I think it does feel crummy to pass out tritium only to people who had empty tanks. Um, yeah. But I don't know, you know, I don't know if it would have been a lot more difficult to do it the other way. Um, they could have said that. I don't know. But that's, Well, let me, let me go this without, I, I don't mean to be piling on you, Ty, but you're the guy who specifically is really angry about the fuel hose thing, you know, so if they put it in your cargo instead of in your tank, <laughs> then you would have had to move it from your cargo <laughs> to your tank. So I'm just, well, I'm just, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, the <laughs> fact of the matter is, is that you don't. there's not a ship that can hold 1,000 tons of cargo anyway. So, I mean, the best you can do is like 790. Yeah, but you would have had to – if they had dumped it into your cargo hold, then you would have had to move it to your tank. <laughs> well, and, and okay, so the, the flip side of that is that they, they give everybody a thousand tons of tritium, but the people who don't really need tritium, again, I got like 10,000 tons of tritium. Thanks, Data. Um, Data. I, like a thousand, I know he's a tritium, you son well, of a Well, it was. Uh, all right. He, he, I paid him for it. He was wanting to move uh, cargo around, and I was like, fuck yeah, I'll buy it. I don't give a shit. But anyway, um, 
I don't really need the tritium. And um, he could, you know, give me a thousand tons of tritium. It's effectively giving me like fifty-two million dollars because when you you can sell it about fifty-two thousand a piece, so it's like giving me fifty-two million credits. So you can't just give everybody as a fleet carrier uh, fifty-two million credits. It's like giving everybody a fertilance. It's not really fair. It also uh, doesn't solve the problem of stranded right. carriers. Right. It, it doesn't. And no, no. If if they to put that that thousand tritium into your cargo, it would have been like giving everybody a fertilance. Mm-hmm. But if they put it in your tank, it wasn't. It only right. was affecting people who are literally out of fuel. They basically fuel ratted all the carriers. Right. But keep in mind that's only four jumps. That's two thousand light know, years I know, roughly. But that's that's, that's an, an entirely different time. argument. I mean, would you rather have had them put 10,000 tritium in everybody's holds and they could jump as far as, well, not as far as they wanted, but 40 jumps instead? I think that... You know what I'm saying? you got to look at how do you balance that. I think that tritium is broke as shit. So one, uh, remove the fuel uh, requirement, which would ridiculously imbalance fleet carriers. Two... um, just revert the freaking patch. Just revert the changes. And I don't. I know that's ship. I get that. It's a, I get that when you patch something, reverting it is ridiculously complicated. I get that. But to go along with this was the mining changes. I feel like they could have just released a patch to undo that portion of it and then move forward, and then figure it figure it out. Because right now, I have I have barely played this game. I've been playing other games. To distract myself from playing, because when I play right now, I want to play with my fleet carrier. I want to do things with my fleet carrier. Well, the tritium thing has really put a hamper on that. And then, you know, because of that, because I've been kind of doing other things, well, guess what? Now I don't get the little thousand tritium that everybody else is going to get, going to get, or the little whatever the difference is. Um, so it's 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 annoying. And I feel like I don't know what the better fix could have been. I, I feel like I almost feel like they should have just done nothing at all, and just said, "Hey guys, patches come and just bear with us." Yeah, I mean, if it if it was if it was code wise possible, I think the better fix right would have been to put it in every fleet carrier's hold mm-hmm. instead of in the depot, and then then it's equitable, right? Uh, and I would have gotten the same amount, and you would have gotten a thousand. Right. You know, this, I, my carrier was nearly empty. I had like 110 or something. <laughs> so I, I logged in and thought it was a bug. And I was like, oh, shoot, I think I have a display bug. Nope. <laughs> I did a jump. Now I have, you know, 940 or whatever. <laughs> and then later I saw the forum post, you know, but. Um, yeah, but that's that's where I go back to is is if you just throw a thousand tritium in everybody's hold, you're throwing, like Ty said, you're basically throwing a free FDL to every single person that owns uh, a fleet carrier. Whereas well, if you just fill it, somebody's tank, you're only servicing those who are literally sitting there out of gas or low on gas. Can't yeah, I but, take it out of my tank? No. Oh, okay. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah. Well, once, okay. Once well, then that—that's probably why they didn't do the idea of putting it in the hold. Right. That's that I didn't realize that at all. Yeah, I mean, this—that's exactly why, and that's—that's that's exactly my irritation. Is—is is 
it's not an equitable thing is what they did. And it feels, it, it just feels bad. And I, part of me is, people say, well, what did you want them to do? You know what? We've, we've had broken patches for before. We've waited. What will the wait? September, September, Be- September, January. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, I don't it's, know. I'm, I'm glad they, I'm, I'm glad they did this. I think they're, the, the, yeah. It's one of the few times that I'm actually salty at FDev because of their decision. And it, it feels, it, it, I mean, I'm probably gonna be, I'm probably gonna be called out as being a whiny little bitch. I'm probably gonna, people can probably, I, I don't care because it's, and I hate using this term because life is not, but it's unfair. And I feel like there's other, it's like you should have done nothing or you should have made it, equi- you should have made it equitable. That's, that's it. Yeah. Maybe so. It, it's hard. And you know, like when you, when you get the hate mail about this, it's going to be like, you know, the rich person who has 10,000 tritiums complaining about not having a thousand tritium, whereas exactly. I had a hundred tritium and I got paid a little bit for free. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, that, that's not going to get a lot of sympathy, I suspect, but uh, no. you know, strictly, you know, factually speaking, you're not wrong, but. And I mean, really at the end of the day, the uh, same thing you were saying is everybody who could afford five billion for a fleet carrier, giving them all a free FDL with that probably wasn't bad. So yeah, they could have thrown a thousand <laughs> in everybody's hole. Yeah. That's that's just how small of an issue this was, you know. I mean, you're saying it wasn't equitable, but then what should they have done? Given every single player who doesn't own a fleet carrier fifty million to be completely fair? <laughs> right. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, if you want to this talk is, about fair or not, you know, you're saying every fleet carrier owner didn't get that, but every player didn't get it. But the thing is, if point. they gave every, yeah, well, whatever, this isn't what you were saying. If they gave everybody money, that doesn't help the people stranded out there. Um, well, yeah. you think about the person who, so, so let's just say they give everybody 50 million. All right, and then, like you have the, you can choose. Let's, let's say they do something where you can choose thousand uh, tons of tritium or or fifty million. Think about the guy. Uh, we have a couple people in our Discord that just started up a week or two ago. You tell me that they can use fifty million. I'm saying I mean, it doesn't target the problem, so there's no, no way to right, begin with right. they were going to do that. Right. This, this like there was not an equitable equitable way to handle it. Yeah. And, so why and, get angry and, when they found a solution? Well, they didn't find a solution. I feel like they made the. I feel like they just made the problem worse. And I feel like this is one of the few times that I'm just really at odds with FDev about it. Oh, I I can't. I mean, I agree with you that it's not equitable, but I can't agree at all that they made the problem worse. The problem is some people were stranded and couldn't get tritium. The problem was not that you were holding yourself back from jumping your carrier around. I mean, you had 10,000 tritium in the bank. You could have gone weeks of jumping around <laughs> and have. been perfectly yeah. fine. <laughs> you know, you were not the person who needed a, a save here. So no, you're not. they doing nothing would have been bad for everyone. And doing this is only bad for the person who wasn't in trouble to begin with. And doesn't put the person who wasn't in trouble in distress in any means other than right. feeling that why didn't I get my free tritium? Yeah. But it, I mean, after an hour, you're still stranded though. So yep. 
but you're an hour further down the road than they would have been. So that's, I mean, that's a gesture. It's a gesture is what it is. At the same time, if you were stranded in the lemon slice, which is a terrible, (laughs) terrible point for me to make because there's a triple overlapping tritium hotspot up there. But overlap (laughs) and tritium hotspots aren't producing tritium. So (laughs) So it's a triple overlapping granditorite hotspot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you know, getting those people just two jumps away from that, they can now ride their jumpacondas or their other exploration ships out of there. They're no longer stuck. Two fleet carrier jumps away from being able to just fly away. Oh, okay. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. Okay. The people that were legitimately stranded, that's actually a really mm-hmm. good point. This is something that I've always heard is never look in your neighbor's bowl to see if they have more than you. Look in their bowl to see if they have enough. And, you know, people were genuinely stuck and couldn't get help and, like, hate said. Now they can get at least someplace where they can function. I still want a thousand tritium. <laughs> I'll give you a thousand tritium. How's when that? this is all over, we'll give you a thousand tritium, and then you'll Thank have you. eleven thousand because you still won't be jumping it anywhere. And you'll have like four times what I have, so it's all it's all good. <laughs> you'll have ten times what I have. When I when I use carriers, I'm going to start requesting the nickel by name. Yeah, my my very first thought that I just had to come to my mind is is that maybe I need to go sell. The ten thousand tritium I have. <laughs> if you sell two fleet carriers, you may make a pretty penny off it. Yeah, uh, it's not yeah. a bad point. It's not you, a bad point. You should really find out who's stuck, and you've got enough tritium to get out to some of those guys. I actually do. Or you could even fill up your thing more because you're in the bubble, and then you would absolutely have enough to get out to them. I'm just kind of an asshole well, bitch about all this, ain't I? So long yeah, inside it's all good. Colonia. I still want my thousand tritium. I still a little salty about it. It still irritates me. <laughs> You're not as salty <laughs> as you were, though. So I agree. It is only a Band-Aid. It yeah, just but feels like a- there were people bleeding. Yeah. They needed was- a Band-Aid. Yeah. It just feels like a bad Band-Aid, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I don't know. Honestly, it sounds like you needed something to be angry about. Do you need a hug? I mean, I guess, but I don't. I didn't really feel like I needed to be angry about it. I feel like it, <laughs> I feel like it's just a little. I don't know. It just. Um, I don't know. I'm looking at my tritium right now, and I'm like, yeah, that's not as bad as I thought it was. Look at all that tritium. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Scrooge oh, damn, I got a ton of this stuff he's swimming in a swimming pool of tritium why didn't I get another thousand tritium oh, fuck okay I'm just being an asshole about it but whatever <laughs> I still want my thousand tritium it's still, it's still not fair not fair oh. slam my fist on the table <laughs> dude life isn't fair get over it <laughs> alright I'm done talking about this anyway um so, uh, hate. You want to talk anything about uh, uh, faction before we go into chick chat? Yes. If anybody out there listening can get a hold of one of the Helsina Knights player faction group and can get them in contact with me, I want to have a talk with them. Uh oh, what's going on? 
I may have to steamroll their entire faction. I don't want to be known as the guy <laughs> that steamrolled the entire active player faction because they were in the way. <laughs> Let's make a deal. Wow. Let's make a deal so everybody comes out okay. Now, keep in mind, this is coming from, uh, we were talking basketball in the 90s earlier. This is David Robinson saying that right now. I mean, those who don't know, his nickname was The Admiral. So that, that's what we got going <laughs> on it. right now. Um, um, okay. What was the name of that faction again? Helsina Knights. Helsina Knights. All right. Are they, are they, they got a bunch of places or just the one or? I thought that they were completely inactive with a nearby home system that was just triggering expansion after expansion after expansion. Runaway factions happen. It happens. Mm -hmm. Kwama Illegal LTD happened. They did it. Uh, I know the United Ross Progressive Party was had players that were working it, so they weren't, you know, just wildly doing it. But when you see a player faction expanding and getting into new systems, and then have less than ten percent influence in those new systems, and then, you know, have, I think it's twelve systems they have ten percent influence in, you start to go, huh? I wonder who's playing that faction or if it's zombified. And they, they looked very zombified, but are we recently expanded into HIP 4907 mm -hmm. on map numbers? Uh, and I flew out there today and moved my fleet carrier over there to support any, any of our BGS guys that might want to go over there and do stuff, even though that's not on our standing orders. And there's a Helsina Pride fleet carrier, which means they've played since fleet carriers came out, which right, is right. very recent. So, you know, if they're out there and they happen to be listening, want to talk to them because I don't want to, you know, crush them or hurt their feelings or make an enemy yet. Okay. I don't know. I think you and Nurgle <laughs> want us to crush everybody. We're going for galactic domination, it seems, these days. Uh, some of the galactic domination will, be have, will have to be bureaucratic. All right. Right. Like, I don't want to mess with the Colonia Council. Mm. Like, <laughs> I don't know if we can even reach Mammon, but I don't want to go there. <laughs> All right, so I have I have two quick things before we do tick chat. Uh, one, I don't know if you guys, I, I watched that video uh, for Avowed. Um, which oh, yeah, the is, trailer. Yeah, which is set in the Pillars of Eternity universe. And... Uh, it's done by Obsidian, and I'm like, damn, that looks cool. Uh, but it didn't really show much, but I'm still interested in it. And two, I don't know if you guys saw this, uh, they announced a new Fable for uh, the new Xbox, um, which I enjoyed Fable 1. Didn't really like 2. I didn't, I didn't actually play 3, but I really enjoyed Fable 1, so I'm really interested in that, which makes me really want to get another Xbox show. Am I crazy for wanting an Xbox over a PlayStation Nope. I mean, hates here, so but I think Xbox. I'm I think I'm right on that. So is there a really big difference between consoles? I mean, really, if they're playing the same games, like you know, that's that's actually kind of a show unto itself. I think we'll have to talk. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to do that. But anyway, um, yeah. But both those games look really cool. And if you guys have not seen, there was uh, PC Gamer did a pretty good breakdown of the new uh, Star Wars Squadrons game. That damn, mm -hmm. that game looks cool, y'all. It looks I like Tie wait. Fighter and X Wing merged and had a baby in the elite, in the Elite Dangerous Universe. 
and then took and your out. baby had a VR headset. Yeah, it's oh, it looks good. I'm excited about it. It looks very good. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, so that's all I got. Chick chat. We here at Loose Screws never end a sentence with a preposition. <laughs> Chig chat. All right. All right. Uh, tonight, what we're going to talk about is tritium. No, no, just kidding. We already did that. Fuck you, Chig. I know. I know. Well, I, I, all I want to, I, I want to touch on something here just a little bit my my daughter well you saw her drawing last week she's working on the next iteration of that by the way which should be thoroughly entertaining but she is you know she's had her own account for a while but you know and said she had started playing but apparently all that she was doing is playing tutorials on my machine and now she's actually started trying to play you know on her laptop and learning how to play the game and the questions she's asking and everything else and uh, brought me to a realization. I have gifted this game to God, six, seven different people. And when I gift it, it's, you know, it's usually when it's on sale because you can get it for pretty cheap. And I'm hoping that somebody will play it and be like, oh my God, this is the coolest game ever. But almost all of them, like my daughter starts playing and then she gets to a point and she goes, she goes, well, what do I do now? What, what, what do I do now? And my question this week is I want to know how do we get new players hooked on this game? Because, like, I became hooked on it because I read about it ahead of time. And I'm like, oh, my God, it involves a one-to-one representation of the galaxy. And I get to fly to all these stars. And I came into it wanting to like it, not expecting a whole lot because I didn't believe that a game with could have that many systems and could really exist, but it just was right up my alley. And that's when I came into it and like, you know, my daughter's trying to play and I, I've been trying to think of things to get new players. You know, obviously you can give tips, you know, send people to this YouTube video or that YouTube video, but how could uh frontier really get that initial hook to, to hook new players and i've been thinking about it and i think one thing and honestly i don't know if any of this is feasible because you know dev time and everything else i don't want to get tracks bent out of shape but i mean they're already talking about no <laughs> vr support in the next you know in odyssey and everything else but if they could have something i mean the tutorials are cool you know you have the voice overs and stuff you know hey deploy your hard points and it, it kind of talks you through it but what if they had scenarios where you you know they had like a little combat scenario and it was actually jameson's crash site where you're like flying in and you're trying to land on the planet and you're supposed to deploy whatever and then the ship crashes or you end up playing the crashed on anaconda thing and you end up you know uh crashing that so you get some history of the game in these little scenarios where it's not in timeline and it's outside of the game but the tutorial gives you some history of the game and walks you through different things then you get some story of the universe you can have you know things involving uh the power play you know uh 
uh, you know, Yuri Grom, you're doing some mission for him. Maybe it's just a mining thing. And that's how you learn mining is you're doing something for Yuri Grom or you're, you're doing something. You end up at Dav's Hope for some reason. Just these little things that are outside of the game that teach you little parts of the game and get you hooked because you actually learn that it's a living universe compared to right now. You just kind of hop in and you're, hi, you're a member of the Pilots Federation. We're giving you a sidewinder. And then you kind of muddle your way forward and you go from there. I just, I, I'm looking for any people's ideas on how to get new players to, I don't know, just fall in love with this game earlier. Cause I'm, you know, I'm stupid hooked on this game and I love it. And I've played so long and I still learn new stuff about Salome and, and uh, the dark wheel and, you know, all these things, Raxla, you know, you can go read the car, uh, codex and stuff but you know it, it just everybody talks about the learning curve being so steep i i want some ideas to give some of that story to players early so you want to be in this galaxy and you want to continue to play because I, I i'm gonna admit it i'm getting tired of gifting the game to players that get you know an hour two hours in and then they never play again so that that's just my curiosity. I don't know what thoughts you guys have. Anybody with anything come to Chig Chat on the Discord. I mean, what do you guys think? Any ideas at all? Oh, I'd, I've been, I'll just, if you go back and watch episode, probably all the way back to episode one or two, I've been saying that um, they needed scenarios. Um, and the idea I had was, uh, like historical scenarios, maybe we could replay the killing of uh, of uh, a Salome, or maybe you know, uh, you could fly a, a Cobra Mark II and be Jameson and have to deploy the the uh, thar the Thargoid antivirus or whatever the hell they called it, their Thargoid disease that killed a shit ton of then affected all the Thargoids. Um, I, I feel like that'd be a good way to get people kind of hooked into things. And I also thought that if they were going to do, because back when they were talking about redoing the starting area, I thought what they need to do is like a great big, well, hey, uh, we need you to mine at whatever ore. You know, you got to go and do all the things to kind of get you interested. In all right, well, now that you've done that, we need you to actually go and, you know, fight off these pirates or something, you know. To um, introduce might, you to more professions and right, stuff. Right, to kind of get you used to doing things because – what they have now is actually pretty damn good, but it's it's it's. I feel like it's just scratching the surface, and it doesn't feel like it. They went uh, all the way through. I I kind of think that they could actually put together like a little twenty hour campaign, for lack of a better term, that kind of goes through like little mini history of elite, and uh, uh, you know, you could do things. It would take you to different places. You could do like some of the Ramtom missions. Do things like that. And I know you got to have certain things to do a lot of the Ram Toss stuff. I'm just saying that you could, they could do some precursor stuff to kind of get you interested in the world of Elite and then kind of leave you on your own. To Because this is not the best example, but I think about Destiny. You know, Destiny uh, 1 and 2 had about a, I don't know, 15, 20-hour campaign. And then after that, they're like, all right, Guardian, go do whatever the hell you want to do. Uh, this is the tower. This is where you'll be doing things, and uh, you know, go kill the fallen or whatever. And okay. it I turned. Want to be it, racing. 
Right. And there were, there was things to do, but they didn't really, you couldn't really, I mean, you could do some of them, but you couldn't really do a lot of them until you completed the campaign. And uh, I could see them, like, I don't necessarily think that putting people behind a wall like that's a good idea, but I like the idea of, you know, like you said, people who, who jump in and like, oh man, I want to play with you. Man, there's just too much to this game. It's just, I don't even like it. It's just too much. Because it, it is a little overwhelming, but uh, I've, I've purchased this game for about four different people as well. And all but one stuck around longer, or none, none but one stuck around longer than about two hours. And uh, one of them I'm related to, my nephew. He owns the game, mm. and he hates it. So... <laughs> It seems like they hit that wall, that initial, you start getting into it, it seems interesting, and then, I don't know what I'm doing, or, and I've had people that end up in a detention center, you know, it's like they did something wrong, and they end up in a detention center, and it's like, I, I'm done, I, I'm, I'm done. Yep. Bro, you tracks, anything? Uh, yeah, I, I get that. I, I also kind of feel like... The strong, the, the this game doesn't has never had a strong narrative, like forced narrative aspect. You've always had to go looking for it and kind of finding it on your own or making it on your own. And it would it would be a pretty different game, I think, if it was like that. I think it would be cool to include that, but it would also be a different game, and it could leave people saying, oh man, this is great. And then whatever it is, you know, the, the campaign of, of, um, you know, lore stories ends and then that now the wall. So, you know, it might be that all you really do is change two hours into 10 hours and then they just go, oh, well that, that was it. There's no more game here because they aren't the sort of person who will just make their own way in an open world. Um, so, you know, I, I was hooked easily right away. I read about it and read all the warnings, you know, this game has wild travel times and stuff like this, and it might not be for you. And it didn't manage to scare me off. And I loved what I found, but you get why those warnings exist on review sites. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I think it, you'd have to change so much of the game to make it so that somebody who is not into what this game is now will actually like it. I mean, otherwise you're just going to play a little bit of campaign and then you'll be done. And that's not what this game is about. Even if, even if that campaign was in there, that is not what this game is about because it will still be a tiny 1% fraction of what you do in this game as a serious player. Yeah. But I'm curious if those breadcrumbs might not just make you mm -hmm. more interested in the galaxy as a whole right now. Convert I don't feel there's any, breadcrumbs at the beginning you just kind of thrown in a ship and say here you go yeah they make you make sure you know how to fire guns and land and then you're yeah out of there Take off land jump to another system and then well i don't have you played through the new tutorials that you know they put in the game last is it last the first year, one late last year uh, there's a fair there's a fair number of them in there now and and they're interesting i went back and and played through them and, you know, just to see what they were, to see what they'd give a new player, especially, you know, my yeah. daughter was playing through them and I'm like, well, this is interesting. And I'm like, man, if they just gave some galaxy, you know, some something to give this life, some galaxy, 
this galaxy some life, this life some galaxy. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I knew it was but, you know, but, you know, just, just something in there. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's just a thought, and I, I'd love to hear other ideas that people have just to get have this game get its hooks in the new players just a little yeah. bit better. I don't mean to make it easier. I mean, literally just to make it so that, mm-hmm. hey, I care about this game. Yeah, I, I could I could be very wrong. You know, a little bit more might just be enough to get somebody into the universe enough that they want to fly more spaceships. Um, I, but that's the possi- that's sort of the counter possibility that I see. I feel Go like ahead. some of the people who can only do two hours in this game are the same people that don't have fun and like or as children didn't literally have fun in sandboxes. <laughs> yeah, I, I I definitely can see that. Because like if your ships are shovels, then a fleet carrier is a bucket with the castle crenellations on the bottom. That doesn't get a thousand tradium. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Like, there are lots of tools. Full. There are lots of tools you can use to play in the sandbox. But at the same time, just being there is often something very special. I mean, Ty cried the first time he saw Soul in VR. I didn't cry. I teared up. I'm not I, a girl. He, he turned t- in his man card, I think was his line, I which, did, means, I did which cry. means he cried. I, I'm not going to lie. I did cry a little bit, so. Ain't gonna lie, but and yeah. you know that's a little bit more than two hours worth of work. But you know that's something really cool that you can go do, and that's only mm-hmm. one facet of it. I'd be curious what percentage of the population that plays this game actually heard about it, read about it for a while, debated where they wanted to play, it, and then got it because that's kind of the camp i was in you know i i knew a yep. lot more about this game before i ever played it more than any other game i think i've ever played hmm. i think that the number of people playing this game are the number of people that are playing this game i don't think that they're really going to get like a great big surge of, of that's a tie right there <laughs> I mean, the number it's of people inarguably true. Are the number of people well, playing I, this game. What, 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 what I'm saying is, is that I don't think that anything they really do to this game is going to yield like a wealth of new players. I don't think that, uh, you know, because... Other than adding an except F, occasional a first-person updates. shooter right, aspect. Right. Well, okay. So here's the deal. Um, number one, the people that play this game are attracted to a certain type of game. You got to be attracted a little bit to simulation style games. Um, and number two, you got to be attracted to sandbox style games. And number three, you're going to have to be uh, okay with grinding because you're going to have to grind things out. That's that's the only way you earn anything in this game is by grinding it out. Sidebar and you got to be that's okay with super cruise. Right. And also, you also have to, that's how you, grinding is actually how you earn things in life too, by the way, kiddos. But anyway, um, <laughs> that's a different argument. But um, anyway, a thousand tritium. Um, oh my uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done yet. <laughs> um, they, they, I don't think that any release, any new feature is necessarily going to attract new people to this game. I'm not looking because for attracting new players. I'm looking at keeping players who try the game. He's tired of buying it for people it who longer. don't play it. 
Well, that's 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 what I'm saying though. Is that you're you're ultimately attracting players to the game. This is what is what you're trying to do. You're 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 trying to keep them in the game. I don't know if they can do anything that would really keep people around. Now, we'll say if they were to lax some of the uh, uh, wing and multi-crew restrictions and get them to where they're a little bit more flexible, I think that making it easier to play with your friends is probably the number one biggest thing that they could do because uh, ultimately, I play games with my friends. I don't I don't play a lot of single-player games. Yeah. I do play... I mean, I play some, don't misunderstand me, but... You I know, played I, this I, game I go, solo for a year. Yeah, I, I played it basically for four years until I made a podcast about it. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's how I found friends. I had to make a podcast and, and anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my, my, what I'm saying though is that is that I think that if you made it like if if they made it to where you could wing up and multi crew at the same time, which I still truly believe is coming with Odyssey. Same. Uh, I think I think that they're gonna. I think that that would really make it because think about like this. All right, I'm gonna drop you down your in the SRV here, and I'll meet you over at that ridge. You get there, I'll, I'll crap up along the way. All right, man, cool. And then go. And then now we can you know it's easier to to get materials for things now. Oh, you're making the game easier. No, you're making the game more accessible for for your friends yeah, to play. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'm. Thousand tritium. That's I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let, let's let's move on. Then let's let's move on to the main discussion. We're only an hour and five minutes in. All right. Well, we went. Wait, we went this really... wasn't the main discussion. <laughs> no, this is just good chat. <laughs> anyway, so um, <clears throat> well, let's just let's just talk about that. Let's, we'll we'll do I'll, we'll do the hardware stuff next week because uh, let's let's just talk about like because there's a lot there's a lot to this about as keeping players because how do you keep players interested in any video game you have to introduce new content but how do you get i mean how do you so so i think about world of warcraft world of warcraft is in this really weird thing where you know people would and still to this day people devour their content at such a voracious rate that it is impossible for them to keep up. Like you cannot create totally. like, like they'll release a new dungeon and then tomorrow or within hours it's completed. And then the next week after it resets within hours or within, you know, a week, the hardest version of the dungeon is, is completed. Yeah, um, but that's, did you listen to live radio this week? chance if you get a chance i'm I'm actually several episodes behind okay they they were talking about um you know keeping players satisfied and okay just on a side note suverine i'm always on your side you you those other guys i i love i love ben and shan and and phoenix (laughs) great guys but suverine speaks the truth I'm just going to leave that there. But they were talking about (laughs) um um you know putting out content and everything else and one thing i that uh, one of them might have said was was the content locusts, the one that just devour content as fast as you can put it out. You can never satisfy that crowd. You're always going to have that crowd that just, you know, whatever you put out, like you said, and wow, they put out the new raid yeah. week one, people are beating the uh, hardest boss on the hardest level in, in moving on. And that's not how you can 
design games because there's that that niche group niche group that just devours stuff so fast there's nothing you need to do so you need to have enough content to keep everybody satisfied for as long as possible and and enough of a you know you use the word grind I, I do hate that word if it's if it's grind why do you play you know that that's just it to me it's not grind to me it's 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 accomplishing something you know it's wow. it's there there's something i know not everybody's gonna spend all that time doing that i enjoy doing it so it's not a grind so if you're bitching that it's a grind i just i find a different game you know and wow. i hate to say that because you know we have a podcast about this game so i don't want to tell i don't want to tell people to go away but at the end of the day if you're not having fun and you, all you want to do is bitch about tritium um just find a different game um <laughs> <laughs> but you know that that that's the thing and and i'm not really necessarily talking about you know that end game crowd that devours content as fast as possible i'm more talking about the entry level player who comes in and you know i've literally had that question well okay i've got my ship i can take off well now what do i do and i'm like well go do a mission well which mission what did these does all this mean um well, what one are you asking about? And, you know, it's even hard to explain to somebody, you know, it's like, well, just start doing stuff. Well, do what? I don't know. Do stuff. You know, that that's that's where I'm at. Well, all right. <clears throat> I think I think what I'm getting at, though, is not so going back to the Warcraft analogy. You're right. There, there's that there's the leeches that that devour really fast but with warcraft that's a large portion of their player or was a large portion of their player base and it was easy to tell because when you're doing that shit on the night that the shit releases it crashes all the damn time um and there's lag and all the things and when I, you go back to wrath where they're at 12 million subscribers and then right after that you know they get down to like 4 million subscribers or something like that so you got to think the four million subscribers. Well, those are the ones who are probably not your content leeches because they're at this slower pace of release now. So you got to think like more than half of your player base is, you know, for lack of a better term, a content leech. You're right. You're never going to satisfy them. You never will. So don't play for those people or don't make games for the people. Make game for the people who are, who are, uh, uh, going to be there with you long term um they're going to play between content right which I, I think that's what fdev is doing and to their credit you know one of the things i love about this game and i've said it a thousand times before is also kind of the same thing i hate about this game is that you have to make your own fun um but it's also i mean we're going to have a football game around a guardian orb that none of this was ever intended to do this but we're going to have fun doing it and but there's no rules. There's nothing game around it. We can't set a thing down and call this our arena. We can't do any of those things. But we're gonna have fun doing it. And I, I just can't wait, you know. And when you think about how people uh, kind of have to make their own fun with this game, I think that that's how you get people to understand to stay with the game. Is that Hey, this isn't a game where they're going to give you the ball and they're going to give you the goal. You have to go figure it. You have to go figure it out. And 
the people who are currently playing the game, I don't think that any feature they put in the game is going to make a large group of people go, oh, no, that's the game I'm going to go to. I'm done with whatever I'm done with over here. I'm going to go over here. They might stop by. They might be here for a little bit, but I don't think they're going to stick around. I don't think it's just not that close to the wire. Right. Well, maybe my question should be then is who do you market this game to then? I mean, should be, you know, hitting NASA subreddits and stuff and and bringing in that, you know, (laughs) the astronomy type (laughs) players and, and advertising to players like that. And maybe, maybe that's, you know, that's the, the route you go. Cause I always, you know, I want the player base to grow and maybe we need to be asking that question instead. Well, let me ask, let me ask this first. What do y'all think is the average demographic of Elite Dangerous? Uh, I have the foggiest idea. Well, okay, let's let's let's, let's just take a quick let's just take a quick <laughs> survey here. Is anybody in this chat under thirty? Yeah. How old are you? I forget. Twenty-eight. All right, so you're almost thirty. Isn't Trax like fourteen? <laughs> yeah, Trax is sixteen. Thank you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> So, so I'm 41. I think I think Chig is 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 pushing like 38 or some shit. <laughs> Trying to help you out, 412. Um, <laughs> I'm 37. If we're actually talking about this, so so so, and think about the people in our Discord. How many people in our Discord do you really think are below the age of 30? Uh, Disney XD, Chris Clark, ten percent uh, or less. Right. The fact that you can name the number that are under <laughs> shows that it, it is a smaller demographic. Obviously, it is yeah, an right. older demographic. I mean, this is a game that goes back to the, you know, what, 84 was when the right. first Elite came out. And a lot we have a lot of people in our Discord that played the original. I played the original. So, yes, that, that, it's definitely a, a, an interesting demographic, but it, it still amazes me how many people join. I mean, some of the people who have been in, you know some of the newer players in Discord. Just I, you're always guessing by voices, but we've had we've had some people definitely in their twenties. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's 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 people of all ages play this game, but if we're going to go on averages, because you know nothing is absolute, we have to go on average. I would probably say that the average player of this game is thirty to thirty thirty to thirty five, probably closer to thirty five to forty, and has a history of playing simulation games. And it's interested in space and simulation. The problem is, is that most people is, you know, I, I, I can't remember who told me the other day, um, but I read, we talked about it the other day, um, and I actually read this a few years or a few few weeks, a few months ago, I guess it was, that, um, God, I can't remember what country now. I think it was like 100 kids in the United Kingdom asked what do they want to be when they grow up and everybody like nearly everybody said they want to be a YouTube person and if you rewind the clock and you ask kids what they were 20 years ago what they want to be when they grow up 20 years 30 years ago they want to be an astronaut and interest in space has dropped drastically so that's what I mean by I think that the people playing this game are they going to be the people that are playing this game for the next 10, 20 years unless people die. I don't think that they're going to be able to put in a feature or a or a theme 
that will think, all right, so we're going to get 50,000 new people by putting this thing in. I think that the, you know, go by going by Steam numbers, there's like 10,000 people on average a day on this game. So you stretch that out. We'll say, we'll say they sold 3 million copies. Let's say they got a million dedicated, uh, we'll say, let's say they got 2 million dedicated players across all platforms. I don't think that they're going to put in a feature in anything in Odyssey or anything else that's just going to go, oh, this is what we needed. All right, let's get, we'll, we'll, we'll get all the people over from, from Warcraft. We'll get all the people over from, from uh, uh, Final Fantasy. We'll get the people from, uh, uh, I don't know, No Man's Sky. We'll get those people. I mean, Fortnite. yeah, we'll probably we, we probably will PUBG. get people from, from No Man's Sky, <laughs> but but you know they're not going to put something in that's just going to go. Oh man, this is the game I've been looking for my whole life. You know, they're, but they're just not. Um, and actually, that makes Frontier actually kind of have the same problem that Blizzard does. Blizzard has an aging fan base, for the, by and large, and <laughs> it's going to be weird when a large portion of their players, you know, and like. 10, 15, 20 years start kind of dying off and they're not replacing them. Um, it's just, it's kind of interesting to to think about like the people that you make games for. Is that company going to exist because their player base literally just died of old age? Yeah, but you got to look at gaming on the whole. I mean, when I first started gaming, there were no old gamers. Then as I got older, there was a small percentage of older gamers and a you know, bigger percentage than a bigger percentage. Now there's gamers of all ages, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, right now the thing is, is, you know, I mean, as far as a population on the whole, I mean, I'd say 70, 80% of people, if you really think about it, are gamers of some kind. If you start looking at Candy Crush players and Animal Crossing players and Minecraft players, everybody is playing some kind of computer game on some level. So well, I, I don't know. I mean, is that the thing that they should do? Should they put in some kind of like Candy Crush, like, you know, Engineer crush. Oh my god! To, to. No, no, I, that's not what I'm saying. That's that's what CQC is. <laughs> uh, we well, have I mean, grind gates that we don't need. Time gates. No, thank you. Uh, yeah, we, uh, there's there's enough, uh, you know, actual gates in this game to add any artificial gates. But uh, I I don't know. I, I I like I said, I presented the question just you know to come up with some way to retain new players but also how do we get new players in is a, is a great thing and honestly how do you satisfy long-time players so i guess what we're saying is how do we just make this game better i think that and i'm talking a lot here so someone else feel free to jump in i i think that if uh i think that if 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 we're going to talk about keep you know attract new players and then keep them i think that um you know, making the the starting base or the starting area more approachable is, you know, step one. They've done that. Um, and number two, I think that you uh, put in goals and rewards until you open up the, uh, the sandbox, so to speak. And then like, all right, go explore the galaxy now. It's up to you. Um, or go do whatever. You know, go go earn you a fleet carrier. Um, I, I don't, you know, um, 
I think that that's what you kind of have to do is that you have to, uh, you're going to have to do like the carrot and then the reward um, to get them there. But the problem is that once the reward stops, if they're not already self-driven to improve your to improve yourself in the game, you know, one that might be saying something about yourself as a person because maybe you're not self-driven to improve yourself as a person. But uh, if you're not self-driven to improve yourself in the game, then maybe you know taking away the reward is they're going to leave in two hours anyway. So it might just be a self-defeating thing. I don't know. But you, you, always, you always need the carrot. You always need what players are going towards. You know, and that's the grind. You're you're going after things, and and the thing that this game doesn't have a lot of is the stick, the punishment for failing. I mean, really, you know, you lose your ship. You know, rebuy is almost nothing. Um, God, I'm going back to the Live Radio episode because they were talking about a uh, possibility mm-hmm. of resetting the economy. And in Edelweiss, uh, Ben, he, he freaking was even talking about resetting the entire economy, erasing everybody's ships and everything everybody has for Odyssey to reset the economy. And then Souverine jumped in is like, well, there really isn't an economy in this game because they're really isn't there's not a player economy but uh, maybe make some things more punishing so you have more accomplishment for not being punished i don't know i'm rambling at this point yeah i think that i think that we've beaten this we could we kind of got into the uh economy thing a little bit too and i had the thought myself the other day what if they just reset everything they just reset everybody's account and then you know maybe if you (laughs) Maybe if you is that is that a real comment? I mean, is it just like, oh man, wouldn't that be wild? Or are you thinking like this is something that could actually benefit the game? I think that okay, if if they're gonna do first of all, if you're gonna if you're gonna reset the the if you're gonna reset everybody's account, which I don't think that they would ever do because I think that they would I think they would have if they have a million players, I think they'd have a thousand after that. You, you think you were salty about a thousand tritium? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, what, my, what if they? What yeah. if they just made it to where it's like, well, we're going to reset your your dollars and your ships, but you keep your uh, engineers and you keep your um, uh, rep. Mm-hmm. I'm not so happy about that, it, but yeah, that's that's kind of like in in CQC or other kind of. Um, battle royale games when you have the prestige right like you voluntarily excuse me you voluntarily give up everything uh for the sake of having the fun of going around again with a little badge or whatever uh that would be a thing but doing it to everybody i no 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 i mean there's no way yeah no that's actually a good point like like and and, and even the presti- sorry to, to interrupt again just no, like fine. the play the kind of games where there is the prestige thing it isn't like this you're not building a career it's just because it's like a battle royale game anyway so mm-hmm. yeah it's a totally different thing honestly totally different at that point if you're going to reset everybody you're not 
having an expansion to Elite, you're making Elite 2, Elite Dangerous yeah. 2, and it's just a new game. Mm, yeah. And then mm. let people keep playing that the same game that they are now if they want to, or you can go play the new Elite. And, you know, I think a lot of people just stay here and play this game as is in maintenance mode rather than go full reset. Especially considering it depends what the features are in the new game. Yeah, but less than one half of one tenth of a percent of this galaxy has been explored. Yeah, I know. Uh, people would play this for another decade with no updates. I'm telling you, the population would go down, yeah, but it would dwindle. There, there, there'd still be thousands of players playing this game ten years from now. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I'm not. I am not necessarily saying that they do that, but I. I think it would be interesting is a better way to put it. You're the same guy be. that wants him to burn the bubble. So, yes. You know, you know for that matter, <laughs> I think if they were to burn the bubble, I, we're about to go around and around here. We're about to wrap this up. But um, <laughs> I think if they were to burn the bubble, I think that's the closest to a reset that you could get without just completely pissing everybody off. Yep. Because I think oh, there's for a sure. more Operation I just like that. It, it's and that one is not like totally outside the realm of possibility. There'd be a way to do it where the game, as long as you did it in a, such a way that if you wanted to just keep the game as it is for you, you basically could, right. you know, move or to like Colonia or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or, but or that would be very like interesting. A, uh, very yeah, they interesting. Can, they could even do like a uh, like a like a give everybody like a galaxy snapshot to store on your computer and you can only play in solo you know don't don't, don't go there uh, that, that you're, 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 you're gonna touch on <laughs> yeah, that you're well, gonna pluck on that nerve the people who want just a solo <laughs> galaxy for themselves no, I'm not say something. <laughs> and that goes a long way back too yeah yeah, yeah. all right well, i think we're gonna wrap this up here guys because we have we were going to do a hardware discussion, but we went really long on the uh, Tritium chat and uh, my saltiness over it. And uh, <laughs> if I irritate anybody about it, I do apologize. It was kind of the rich bitching about Regine not getting richer. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, keep said, in mind too, if we put that off for one week, maybe we'll have some, th you know, three thousand series video card news by next week. Who knows? We yeah. won't. Yeah, Shut up. Probably not. But anyway. <laughs> Shut uh, up. Again, next week is the um, uh, screwball, screwball, where we're going next to Friday night. Yep, yep. Next Friday night, we'll advertise um, it again next Thursday. If anybody has any ideas for uh, the one year anniversary of loose screws, pass them along. Uh, I got, I got, can, an, I got a great idea. Let's hear it. Just came to me. Um, you give everybody a thousand tritium. <laughs> I am, I am Ty Worsham. Uh, Commander Tyrvel is my name. You can reach me on Twitter at Tyrvel. Um, best way to always reach us is loosecrewsed.com. I'm done with this shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go bitch about we my tritium. Love you, now. Ty. Uh, uh, I've already bitched about my tritium. I'm going to go bitch about more about my tritium. Chig, talk about, oh, 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 oh. 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 This, week is Caddy, this week is Caddyshack release anniversary, isn't it? Yes, yes, 40 years. Caddyshack, people, on Saturday, 40 years since the release of Caddyshack. Mm -hmm. 
That's a big one. That's a big a- one. Anybody got any uh, good memories of that? Any 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 anecdotes? Otherwise, I'm going to say, get out. There's a documentary about the making of that movie, which is fucking phenomenal. Uh, apparently, the final cut of that movie was like four and a half hours because they they <laughs> ended up with so much footage that they didn't know what the hell they had and they didn't know what to do with it because it was originally a story about the caddies and the teen pregnancy and everything else and the end movie ended up just being this complete clusterfuck and they actually ended up adding the gopher to the movie mm-hmm. at the end to try to tie it all together and it <laughs> became this in completely different movie that is now one of the all-time classic comedies mm-hmm. classic Chevy mm-hmm. Chase right there oh, Chevy Chase drugs, kids Make great Rodney Dangerfield cannonball. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Che- chig, do the cheese, and then be done. Because I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm going to bitch about my tritium. You're sick of hearing my voice? All right. Um, <laughs> tonight's cheese. I'm, I'm going to switch gears a little bit from, uh, you know, good old-fashioned, amazing. Uh, well, no, all cheeses are amazing. I'm going to go with Philadelphia cream cheese, people. Now, you may be like. All right. A breakfast yeah. cheese. No, that is not a breakfast cheese. This is the <laughs> everything cheese. You need you need to you need to settle in, my friend, because this cheese I was trying is used to elevate for so the many class things. in the room. Yeah, no, no. They, <laughs> oh man. Well, with the word Philadelphia in there, all right. I'm not going to make fun of Philadelphia. Right so, so let's we'll go. What's cream wrong cheese. with Philadelphia, New York? Oh my oh, God. God. Hate mail incoming soon. Maybe torches and pitchforks. But cream cheese is a great, obviously, everybody loves it on a bagel and, 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 well, I'll just eat a block of it like a candy bar. I'll admit that right now. But one of the great things about cream cheese is, like, if I'm making uh, pasta sauces or anything, uh, you know, instead of making a roux with flour or thickening my sauce with other thickening agents – I use Philadelphia cream cheese to thicken everything. I make a Cajun pasta. It's Philadelphia cream cheese that thickens that sauce. My uh, uh, fettuccine Alfredo is, yes, there's some heavy cream in there, but then I throw some cream cheese in there. Adds that little bit of flavor. Great thickening agent. Oh, my God. I use it for everything. My wife has, yes, she has a Philadelphia cream cheese budget so that we can eat in this house <laughs> um at mashed potatoes when you make your mashed potatoes you know throw some butter and some milk in there throw a blob of cream cheese in there i'm telling you it will make a world of difference you will thank me later um all right that's all i got stay cheesy everybody hey you think i was picking on you or making fun of you or something but no like i made a great um like quiche like a, a breakfast eggy thing and yeah, cream cheese. You gotta you gotta get your dairy from somewhere with something the, like that and there's not a better one. The greatest secret ingredient. Think of a taco yeah. dip you make, you make uh yeah. A- a- anything. It it can be used in so many ways. It's so versatile and it's hidden in so many of my recipes. I I love it. So you good, Ty? Yeah, I'm. I don't have a thousand tritium, but I'm. I'm gonna be good. So <laughs> I got ten thousand tritium, but I should have eleven thousand tritium. So uh, anyway. all right, all right, I'm done. Um, I anyway. hope that's the name of the episode: a thousand tritium. No, no, I'm. I, I'm going to think about it a little bit. I got to come up. I'm going to come up with something about stimulus check. 
Jeez. Oh, God. Well, everybody, keep it loose and screwy. Just a little bit more loose and a little less screwy than Ty this time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Words to live by. All right. Anything from you, Hate, before we sign out? Nope, I'm good. Man of many words. All right. Love you all. You know, I was thinking one more quick thing. Uh, we've had, uh, I've been kind of off the rails on a few episodes here. I've been having fun with this podcast again. So, uh, <laughs> good. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I've been a little unprofessional, so to speak. But uh, yeah, you know, whatever. I'm having fun. So, I, I hope you didn't feel <laughs> I attacked you tonight. I, 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 I My was butt messing with you a bit. hurts right now. <laughs> I feel violated. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm, I'm about to go. I'm about to go shower and cry now. So, well, as long as you're curled up in the fetal position in the bottom of the shower, I feel I've done my job. <laughs> Cream cheese good in the shower too. It is, as long as the water's oh, hot. Cold water, no, not good. No. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Thank y'all. <laughs> see you soon, everybody.